one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Total Bases Express Show. I am your host, Austin Spiro. Thank you so much for joining us. We are live on Facebook in the Baseball Life Facebook group. Uh, it's been entertaining the last few uh, last few days here. Uh, and uh, I am joined on this show by the host of the Step Back podcast over at Basketball Life. My friend Jacob Moses is with me today. Jacob, thanks for joining me. Thanks for joining me today. How you doing today, my man? I am doing good, my brother. Austin, it's Austin. Austin, my Jim Royce voice in there. But well, I'm doing well, brother. Uh, thank you for having me on. Excited to do this. Let's talk some MLB playoffs. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's talk some MLB playoffs. I'm excited to have you on. Um, I've had you. I've had you on a couple times. I always, uh, mm-hmm. always enjoy uh, talking to you about baseball, whether it's in baseball life or. Um, or here on the podcast, it's it's fun. We got some people in the comments already. This is awesome. Uh, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Whelan's here. Corey Richmond's here. We've got um, Melvin on. Melvin has got his own podcast going on now over there at the uh, uh, Baseball Cosmos. So check yes, that sir. out too. Do it. Um, yeah. So we got we got a lot of people watching already. Sweet. Uh, so go ahead and keep them comments going. To Felipe just jumped in. All right. Oh, sweet. oh man, the big man's here. I got I got to, I got to do well. Uh, big man's all right. Uh, big man's all right. So, uh, all right, let's get going. Let's get talking about the, uh, the playoffs. The playoffs has already been kind of nuts. Um, it ain't gone. It ain't gone the way you thought it was going to go. Uh, our our, our resident Mets fan here in baseball. Life. So let's just talk about that wild card. Uh, the Mets losing to uh, who they lose to. Uh, Padres. Oh, the Padres. That's right. They yes. lost to the, the darling Padres. So uh, mm-hmm. what did you think? Let's start with that wild card series. What did you think? Went in. Honestly, I didn't want to face the Padres because I felt they matched up with us the best with their pitching and then the hitting. You know, and they were hot going into the series, so it kind of made me nervous. But I was like, ah, oh, with Jake and Max, we should be good, Bass, and we might be able to squeak it out. And plus, we're playing at home. Nope. We <laughs> got washed. <laughs> I mean, pretty much they just sure they got just taking advantage of Jake did okay, but it wasn't bad. Bassett was pretty much shaking that last game. They took it to us, man. They really, it hurt because should have won a division. You know, we had it in hand, typical Mets fashion, which hurts always at the end. They just, they can't hold on to it. The Braves, they took it over, got into this series and that's all she wrote. You know, you had guys like Trent Grisham, AKA Babe Ruth, coming around and tearing us up. Then you had freaking Josh Bell, who hasn't done anything. Another 210 hitter, <laughs> hitting two-run bombs, and everybody's all celebrating, looking good. And now you see the team that's facing the Phillies now. And so, hats off to the Padres. They they worked us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they really did. I mean, you got – I mean, disappointing performance from uh, Max Scherzer. Max, Max Scherzer got rocked, um, mm-hmm. you know, one one start one uh yeah one start only went four and two thirds innings gave up seven hits seven runs only four strikeouts that's not what you need out of somebody that's probably your one b um mm-hmm. you know uh, after Jacob Degrom uh Degrom did pretty well six innings only gave up two runs but I mean it's more of the same when it comes to Jacob Degrom he ain't getting no run support he never yep. really has gotten any <laughs> run support um. You know, no, nobody really from from the pitching from the pitching aspect um, for the Mets. The pitching aspect from the Padres, though, Padres have done really well uh, in mm-hmm. this postseason when it comes to pitching. Uh, offensively, I mean, you had 
uh, Pete Alonzo, three for 10 performance. Mark Hanna, three for 10, or not three for 10, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, three for 10. I was right. Uh, Mark Hanna didn't get any hits. I mean, let's see. Eduardo Escobar had a good series, but after mm-hmm. that, I'm seeing a lot of low Nothing. twos, low Nothing. ones. You know, when it comes to batting average, you're not not much when it comes offensively. And you're right. San Diego's turned it on uh, a couple of key hits. And yeah, that's all she wrote. I think uh, I think this is very indicative of you got to get hot at the right time. Exactly. You have to get hot at the right time. And it really doesn't matter. Everybody's why, especially after the Dodger series, which we'll get talking, we'll get talking to about or we'll get talking about here in a second. Uh, everybody's crying like, oh, it needs to be more fair for these higher seeds. It's not fair that all these lower seeds are getting in, uh, getting into the playoffs. And, you know, we're not watching the Dodgers against the, you know, whatever. And I'm, mm-hmm. and it's like, it doesn't matter how you restructure this, this playoff format. We can sit here and talk about all these different ways to structure the playoffs until we're blue in the face. But the fact of the matter is it's a long season and you gotta, you gotta be hot at the right time. We see it in the NBA. We see it mm-hmm. in the NFL. We see it in all the sports. You get into the playoffs. There's always at least one or two teams who they're hot at the right time. They weren't the best team during the regular season, but they do mm-hmm. well in the playoffs. What What do you say about that? Oh, I, I agree with you 100%. It doesn't matter. You go in, you go into the playoffs. It's fair game. It's 0-0 every series. You got to play. You got to hit with runners in scoring position, which the Mets didn't do, and the Padres excelled at it. And that's plain and simple. That's what they did against the Dodgers. Yep. They got past their starting pitching. They went to their bullpen, you know, got the timely hit. And that was pretty much it. There's, there's no there's no change in the format. I like this format. It's a lot of parity. You don't know what's going to happen. You saw, once again, the Mets knocked out. The Braves knocked out. Yep. The champions knocked out. I mean, this is this is great baseball. That's baseball, Susan. Anything can happen, and I love it. I, I love it, even though you know I felt the brunt of it, and I was pretty pissed off that night when it happened. But that's how it goes, <laughs> plain and simple. And I mean, honestly, it's not like most of these most of these higher caliber teams fell flat on their face. I mean, you had mm-hmm. you had some. You had the mm-hmm. Braves in the last game of that series there um, mm-hmm. fall flat on their face. Uh, you had the the Mets who didn't really look like the Mets that we had seen for most of the season, but mm-hmm. for the most part, you're you're seeing really good baseball games. I mean, we're going to talk about the Astros and the Mariners here. I thought, even though that was a sweep, I think that's mm-hmm. the best series that's been played so far. It was good. It was a great series, and I really like what Trent Grisham said going into the playoffs. Trent Grisham mm-hmm. did not have a great season this year hitting. But he came in and said, I'm looking up at the scoreboard and I'm seeing everybody is at a zero batting average right now. Everybody mm-hmm. is. So this is a new season. And he took advantage. I mean, yep. in the wild card series, he hit 500. He hit two homers. Mm-hmm. Right? He, I would say if they were to give out an MVP of the wild card game, I would say Trent mm-hmm. Grisham is probably in the running for that. You could probably also argue Austin Nola going four for nine. Right. The, That's the another Lakers. one. You know, Austin Nola, not very, not very great hitting, right? Mm-hmm. But he came up in the playoffs, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's that's just that's just the playoffs. You always mm-hmm. you're always going to see it. There's no way that you're going to restructure this to where you're going to see the number one seeds go in go in every single tournament. There's no way, mm-hmm. you know. So um, let's just let's keep going with the NL. 
Uh, moving on from the wild card there uh, for the uh, Padres and Mets, we're going to talk about the uh, Phillies and Cardinals. Um, this mm-hmm. one shocked me. I was shocked. Um, I thought the Cardinals were going to take care of the Phillies, no problem. And it turns out it was the other way around. Cardinals fell flat on their face, <laughs> and Phillies came out swinging and mm-hmm. did really well, beating them 6-3 in game one, 2-0 in game two, and just really shut them down the whole time. Uh, what do you think about that Phillies series uh, going into the wild card? I, I had a feeling about the Phillies. What they're hitting, you look at their lineup, it's pretty deep. They can match up with anybody from each league. It's all about their pitching because you have, you know, Swarbers, the Harpers, the Castellanos, JT Real Mutos, the Segura's back. You know, you got Alec Baum who had a nice bounce back season. They're one to nine pretty much. It's pretty good. You know, you have a light hitter, maybe Stott or something like that one, whatever the shortstop name is. You have that guy. And that's pretty much their weakest hitter. So you're going against the Cardinals team that, you know, they had their hitting, you know, with, Tyler O'Neill, my God, what's my God? I can't even think of his name. Going fast. Shortstop's name, shortstop's name. Tommy Edmond, yeah. Nolan Arenado, everybody's favorite third baseman in baseball life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, they, they matched up pretty well, but the Phillies look like they got hot. And, and their bullpen, that was the biggest question mark. Would their bullpen be able to close games? And it's been doing that. You know, Sarah Anthony Dominguez, Alvarado, and they're pitching. Wheeler and Nola, that, that's a formidable one, too. And Wheeler, as I know, He's one person, you know, shout out to Sean. You know, we, we always liked Wheeler, wanted to keep him. Brody didn't, you know, and he up the money and he goes to Philly, Cy Young candidate every year. He's staying healthy, which was his big knock. If he can stay healthy, what Wheeler you were you going to get? You're getting every bit of good Wheeler that there has been Oh yeah, in his career. So the Phillies, they did it. They went in, took it to the Cardinals at the right times, got their timely hitting and look at them now, you know, series away from the World Series. Yep. I mean, you're looking at, I mean, I think the tail of the tape here is the bullpen yep. because the Phillies bullpen did really well um, outside of Jose Alvarado, giving up two runs in an inning in the third. You had Sir Anthony Dominguez lights out only one hit given up, right? You had um, Zach Eflin come in uh, two innings, only gave up four hits, but only gave, mm-hmm. only gave up a run. You had David Robertson come in, do really well. One inning, didn't give up any hits. One perfect inning in the in the playoffs. Um, and then you had the Cardinals coming in. You had Giovanni Gallegos only, give, uh, only giving up a walk, and that's it in two mm-hmm. and a third innings. But after that, Ryan Hesley, one inning, four earned runs. Um, you had um, Miles Michaelis only go four and a third. Uh, mm-hmm. Jordan Montgomery only go two and two thirds. And, uh, you know, that's not what you need out of a starter. Uh, um, Andre Pallante, two thirds of an inning, two runs. That's mm. not going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think the tail of the tape here was, in fact, the pitching, because yeah. even in, especially in game one, you know, the Cardinals showed up, they scored three runs, but the Phillies scored six because <laughs> their pitching was not great. Um, mm-hmm. The Cardinals got shut out in game two, but that was just lights out pitching performance. Um, I think it's just really nice to see some of these other teams getting into the playoffs. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing for me is, yeah, I would have liked to seen the Cardinals get farther, but we get to see the Phillies play some more and we ain't seen the Phillies in a long time. 
So, <laughs> it's been a while. You know, it's really, it's, it's really nice to see some of these other uh, guys get in here. Um, mm-hmm. We got some comments going on in here. Uh, Manny Hernandez, our resident A's fan, the only one that I think that is willing at this point to not put the bag over his head and uh, admit that he's an A's <laughs> fan, um, is talking about how players get inspired by the bigger stage as well. Absolutely. Uh, you know, which absolutely. is absolutely. There are some players that just do better on the in in the spotlight. Um, all I do uh, man, Manny's also talking about how there's more rookie standouts in the playoffs that than he's seen in a while. We'll talk about uh, Julio Rodriguez and and other players of that nature. I I also agree there are a lot of rookies that are stepping up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on from the NL, we'll talk about the uh, Philly series over the Braves. Um, I don't think there really is much to say about this. The fact the fact of the matter is the Braves just didn't have it, and the Phillies well- came out inspired played inspired baseball and just mm-hmm. walked all over the Braves. I mean, it was embarrassing, right? <laughs> I mean, is it just me? Because uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. had no idea what he was doing out there in right field. Mm-hmm. Um, giving up that inside the park homer, that wasn't on Harris. That was mm-hmm. on that was on Acuna. Acuna should have been backing up. That's a tough ball to catch out mm-hmm. in the corner of center field. And Acuna took like three steps and didn't even bother to even start jogging mm-hmm. until, until <laughs> it, it bounced off the wall and it's too yep. late. Then you got mm-hmm. the fastest catcher in MLB running around the bases. And <laughs> how embarrassing is that? The catcher hit a, mm-hmm. hit, hit a, uh, inside the Parker. In my mind, it's just uninspired flat baseball by the Braves mm-hmm. and the Phillies came in playing inspired. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I just, I, that's the way I see it. <laughs> I agree. They came out aggressive as well against their pitchers. They weren't waiting on, you know, too much of anything. They saw a fastball, they hit it. They knew they could hit it, they torched it. And that's what you had to do against the Braves. You jump on them because their offense is just as good. You know, it's they jumped on them. They jumped on every amount of their pitching. Jumped on Strider, Max Freed. And once they did that, (laughs) it was game over. There's nothing they could do about it. Uh, The other thing I think, bad pitch management by the Braves especially coming from Spencer Strider because mm-hmm. Spencer Strider was not ready to come back. And it was no. very obvious. He was very off in his playoff game, but they wanted to put him in there and go as deep as they could with him. And mm-hmm. that just wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And they put him in there too late and, or they kept him in there too late and he got rocked. And by the end, by that time, the, the game was over. There was no Absolutely. way they were coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, bad pitch management. I think it, this was just terribly managed by the Braves. And um, I don't think there was any way that they deserved to <laughs> uh, repeat as World Series champions. I think it was a well-deserved win by the Phillies. Um, I think the more the more entertaining series that we're going to talk about here is the Goose Series. The Padres <laughs> and the Dodgers. That, I mean... At first, you know, I was li- I was watching the game and I had it on mute for a second and I looked up and I'm like, the hell is this bird doing on this? <laughs> like I looked up all of a sudden there's just this goose head and I'm like, what is it? going on right now? And I couldn't couldn't believe that the Padres took care of the Dodgers in that way, but the Dodgers didn't go away. It wasn't like the Dodgers just laid flat and didn't mm-hmm. and didn't uh didn't play. They came to play. And mm-hmm. I thought it was a very well-played game. And it was just luck went on the side of the Padres more than it did the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's just me. I don't, a lot of people are blaming Dave Roberts and how they, how he managed the, the, the mm-hmm. pitching staff and the bullpen mm-hmm. and the, 
I really don't think it's Dave Roberts's fault. I think no. the Padres just played better. Exactly. I mean, it, yeah, go ahead. We alluded to it. You get hot. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just, yeah. that's how baseball works. It's, it's a domino effect. Yeah. <laughs> great pitching leads to great hitting usually and vice versa. It, you know, that's just basically what happened. Just like the last game. What happened? Five run that inning. They just Padres went stop. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. It was <laughs> Yeah. It was lights up for him. And no, I Padres agree. There. And mm-hmm. the the thing that I thought about last game um with, with the Padres was they're not stringing they're not hitting bombs all over the field, mm-hmm. right? They're stringing together hits. Yep. And people have people are saying that it's impossible to string together hits anymore in the MLB. And the Padres are proven that that's not true. Mm-hmm. In the last in the last one with the in the last series with the Dodgers, they only hit four homers. Yep. You know, which is not very many. And you know, you got people like Jake Cronenworth, who's got who's seven for sixteen. Mm-hmm. Right. You've got uh, Trent Grisham coming together again, four for thirteen, and hitting a bomb. You've got uh, Hans Young Kim. Uh, gathering a couple hits Manny Machado the guy who needs to step up (laughs) is stepping up right and in this at this point they're proven they don't need Fernando Tatis Jr they don't need him it would be nice to have him but they don't need him (laughs) right so I mean but on the other side I mean you can't fault the Dodgers at this point I mean not very great playoff from Mookie Betts Mm. Um, not very great playoff from Cody Bellinger but what else is new Um, you know, Will Smith, not a great performance, but you know, you had a good performance from, uh, Freddie Freeman had a good performance Mm -hmm. from Max Muncie. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Trey Turner had a pretty good, even with an injured hand had pretty Mm -hmm. good, uh, you know, pretty good stuff. Um, you know, and it's funny now I got Matthew Whelan coming in saying that small ball is still a thing. It is. It is still a thing. It's a small thing, but it is a thing. And I think with these new rule changes coming in with the limit of pickoffs, which by the way, I think is dumb, even though I love stolen bases, I think limiting pickoffs is, is dumb. You're going to see a lot more stolen bases. So you're going to see a lot more small ball. Um, anyway, um, what are your, com- uh, or I guess you've already kind of commented on the, uh, the Padres and, and Dodgers. Is there anything you want to add to this, to this series? It was just also the tale of what happened to the Mets. When the opportunities came around, you couldn't drive in the big runs. Yep. Uh, Freddie Friedman, he actually was over 20 before he had that three-hit game. Yeah. And they, they pretty much shut him down. And once you don't get the – it's good to get, you know – what am I thinking? Come on. It's good to get production from your big boppers and stuff like that, but the Padres is just a better team. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just it is what it is. And I've got some comments out here. Manny's saying that the Padres locker room looks more cohesive yeah. this year. I, like I wholeheartedly that. agree. And I think the key, Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. I think the absence of Fernando Tatis Jr. is really is really helping that, uh, really helping that locker room. As great of a ball player as it as he is, you can tell that right now. When he's out on the field, it's about Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. And we we saw it in the blow and the blow up in the dugout in the last season, and the, you know Manny Machado having an argument with Fernando Tatis Jr. And Manny Machado flat out said, "It's not about you." You heard him say, you saw him say it. It's not about you. And I think once Fernando Tatis Jr. can figure that out, then Padres are going to be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and but. 
you know, moving on from the uh, the division series to the championship series here at the at the NLCS, uh, we've got the most unlikeliest series that I would have ever imagined. We have the Padres against the Phillies. Uh, games are t- uh, the the series is tied at one and one um, mm-hmm. with the Phillies winning two zero. And game two uh, yesterday was a very entertaining game. Um, the Padres scoring five runs in the fifth or sixth inning to go up eight or to win eight to five and bring it even. Uh, what do you think about this series so far? And who do you think is going to win? This is going to be a back and forth series and two explosive offenses. When they get going, it's going to come down to the starting pitching as usual and whether the Phillies bullpen can hold up because if we get the Phillies bullpen from the Braves series, <laughs> they're going to be lights out for the Padres, but, Padres, once again, you got they got a better closer. Mm-hmm. I like their middle relief a little bit better. And then their starting rotation. Uh, I'll say you know, I'll lean towards the Padres because with Mus- Musgrove, Darvish, Snell, I mean, the, they're there. So those three, you'll take those any day of the week. But how long can Snell go? But all in all, my Met fandom want to say, hey, Padres. But honestly, I think the Phillies are, I think they're going to take it. It's, I, I see it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to definitely be a very interesting, um, very interesting series. Uh, I think I would agree with you. I've got the pitching kind of over to San Diego. Um, the, the offense, I think, is kind of equal. And I think it just depends on what ballpark you play in. Um, I think whoever's playing at home, that's going to be the better offense. Um, so I think you're right. I think it's going to come down to the pitching um, is Darvish and uh, Snell. And, uh, you know, those guys, are they going to be able to hold back the Phillies or is it going to be that one, two punch of Nola and uh, Wheeler who, you know, who is going to, we've already seen a great seven inning performance from Wheeler. Uh, we saw a not a great performance by Aaron Nola, <laughs> um, but you know, he can easily turn it around. Uh, Darvish, great seven inning performance. Blake mm-hmm. Snell went five innings. I mean, I think that's about as far as you're going to get with Blake Snell. <laughs> yep. Five or six, <laughs> yep, five or six innings. And then it's time for him to go. Right. That's it. Um, hater is unhittable. First, yeah. first, first pitcher in postseason history to strike out eight consecutive batters. Mm-hmm. Um, hater is back. I think. Um, and oh, yeah. he showed up at the right time. Um, you also got people like Robert Suarez back there throwing gas. Um, yeah. You've got Nick Martinez out there doing really well. And that, that Padres pitching is going to be tough. I would actually lean towards, I think the Padres have this. I think the Padres have it, um, but we'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be an entertaining series nonetheless, but I have the Absolutely. Padres going to the World Series. Um, let's yeah. go to the AL. We'll talk about the AL wildcard. Uh, we'll go back down to the wildcard series, the AL wildcard series, the Mariners against the Blue Jays. I think I saw this coming. You had the Mariners, <laughs> you had the Mariners playing inspired baseball. And all of a sudden Mariners fans are wearing freaking shoes on their head. I don't, I don't know. I talked to somebody and I was like, what's the deal with that? They're like, I don't know, but it works. Um, so, and they're right. It's working. And they sweat the Blue Jays to nothing. Um, Mariners out, uh, outclassed the Blue Jays, in my opinion, winning 4-0. And then even though it was a shootout in game 2-10-9, I thought the Mariners just looked better the entire game. What do you think? 
I agree. It's, and that was Toronto. You know, everybody was all hyped about their offense. You know, I talked to a few friends. Oh, their offense is so great. I said, what about their pitching? You know, Alex yeah. Manoa, he's good. Yeah. But the secondary pitches, you want to see more out of them. What were you going to get from Kevin Gossman? I think that was the biggest mistake of him was coming to the AL. It's just the AL East. Dude, you had it cushy in San Francisco. Nice pitchers ballpark to stay in. You know, you, you wanted the money. You come to the AL East. I would. I think that's the mistake is not go, coming to the AL, but coming mm-hmm. to the AL East mm-hmm. because that is murderer's row when it comes to pitching. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> you see, look at Garrett Cole. He had a what, almost a four. Well, it's three, fifth, three and a half ERA, but you know, that's still kind of high. And he's a great pitcher when he wants to be. And but it's AL East right there. Yep. And Corey I mean, Richmond. Yep. Gotta say this one. Uh, yeah, I do agree with you, Corey. The Guardians do play small ball. They're actually a fun team to watch. Just wanted to get that out of the way. Sorry. Oh, yeah, the Guardians are fun. We'll, we'll get to the Guardians here in a minute, for sure. Um, you know what's funny, though, is Alec Manoa and Kevin Gosman both had almost exactly the same performance. Five and two-thirds innings, four runs given up. The only difference mm-hmm. is that Gosman uh, had three more strikeouts in his mm-hmm. start than Manoa. Um you know, and a lot of it, a lot of the runs came off starting pitching or Anthony Bass. Then that's, <laughs> that, that's it. That was the difference. The starting pitching and Anthony Bass. Um, and we knew that the, we knew that the pitching, especially the bullpen of the Mariners was going to come out and just freaking fly. They were mm-hmm. going to shut it, shut everything down. And they did. Um, but then you get to the Mariners going into the, going into the, uh, <laughs> division series against the Astros. And while they played well, you got to walk Alvarez. What are we doing? What are we doing? You got game one, you know, game one. All right. I can see, I can see them not walking with, you know, two outs, you get walking the bases loaded. And then you have Bregman coming up and he's just, he's just as dangerous as Alvarez, Mm -hmm. but you got Robbie Ray leaving cookies over the plate. What are you doing, (laughs) man? Like, for the love of God, of course he's going to hit it over. Of course he's going to walk it off when you leave a fastball center cut. That's what he's looking for. Um, So I just, I couldn't believe that. Uh, Before we get into the division series, let's go over to the other AL wildcard series, the Guardians against the Rays. The battle of two small ball, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, two small ball teams of low paid players. Um, what do you think of that series? Uh, obviously, it was a sweep of the uh, you know the Guardians. Guardians beating the race two one and then one zero in fifteen innings. Very entertaining game. What did you that, think of that series? That was fun, man. I, I love small ball. You know, I, that's the one thing that everybody forgets. It can be a fun game if done right. You know, especially if you got speed, be able to drop one down, get down the line, boom, base hit. You know, you can score the same way with small balls. You know, I'd rather give me some, give me the doubles. I'll take an occasional home run, but. Give me the doubles down the line. Give me them in the gaps, man. It's just fun. It's just fun watching it. But it's two teams that can do that pretty well. You know, the Guardians with their very young squad. Shout out to Terry Francona. Continues to do his thing with the young squad. Uh, man, it's just, you got Amir Rosario. You got Andres Jimenez and the Francisco Lindor deal. You're welcome, Guardians. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you got those kind of guys. Steven Kwan is a pretty awesome player. Uh, I like Miles Straw. He think he needs to hit a little bit better, but I, fielding is great to watch. Yeah, um, the pitching needs to get a little a tad bit better. If they get a few more arms in there, there'll be something. But the Guardians, they're another, they're a fun team to watch. And the Rays are the Rays. 
Come on. No yeah. matter what they do, they can get rid of their whole team and come back the next year and win 90 games, which is crazy to me. That's that's just a testament to how they rolled there. But it was a fun series. You know, the back and forth, the walk-off. It, can't go playoff baseball and walk-offs. And who doesn't love that? Exactly. Especially when it's in the 15th inning and goes 0 <laughs> 0. Like we've had two extra inning game, games going to extra innings at 0 0, and they're mm-hmm. both super friggin' long. How did that happen? How lucky did we get? I mean, this was, and going into 0 0, talking about 0 0, this was the series of no offense, zero <laughs> offense whatsoever. The Guardians hit a bat a team batting average of 171 with 26 <laughs> strikeouts the rays 115 with 29 strikeouts essentially the difference was the oscar gonzalez homer that's essentially what yep. the difference was mm-hmm. there i i just couldn't believe it um and manny manny uh hernandez <laughs> is in the is in the comments saying uh yelling kwan um <laughs> i really like stephen kwan oh yeah great oh, yeah. machine um love that dude i can't wait to see if the guardians are able to keep it together next season because Mm -hmm. i thought the guardians were not even a thought in the weak al central Mm -hmm. and it turned out that they were the class and they moved on to the division series Mm -hmm. um it was it's by playing small ball and then they almost they almost outclassed the yankees uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them now. The Yankees and the Guardians. The Yankees just edging them three to two um, mm-hmm. with a score of Yankees winning four to one in game one. The Guardians winning four to two in 10 innings in game two mm-hmm. and then six to five in game three. And then the Yankees coming back winning four to two in game four and then five to one in game five on the strength of Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez. Um, again, great played series. Um, not very much offense. You had a 182 batting average from the Yankees and mm-hmm. a 240 and 247 batting average. Okay. The Cleveland Guardians showed up to <laughs> hit just a little bit, but you had more timely hitting. Yep. Mind you, Aaron Judge, it only hit 200 for that se- yep. for that uh for that series, struck out mm-hmm. 11 times and only hit and he, he hit two homers that ended up being pretty much the difference in some of these games. Mm-hmm. But do you think this is a te- do you think this is more of a positive for the Guardians or do you think this is more of a positive for the Yankees that they could pull it out despite the fact that Aaron Judge didn't really show up this series? Because I will say it's a little bit of both because you got a young Guardians team that you went up against the class of the AL East you could have beat them but you left too many ducks on the pond. Yeah. Every series you leave too many ducks on the pond that's usually the team that's going to lose. And the Yankees, your best player had a horrible series and you still managed to eke it out, which I think that rain that when they postponed that game and they were able to get past that and get Cortez an extra day's rest, I think that did it for them. Mm-hmm. But the Yankees are, you know, the Yankees are the Yankees. They always find a way, no matter how bad they might look during the season. You know, I know you guys hate Aaron Boone, but if you're winning 90-something games every year and going to the playoffs, hey, you're doing something right. But you have my guy, New York's own Harrison Bader. He's he's becoming a little folk hero there in New York. He's he's smashing the ball. He's in a great glove. The bat is around now, but it's it's a it's a plus for both teams. Cleveland will be back next year. I, I think if the White Sox don't get their, you know, you know what together, Cleveland might be the class of that division. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I think it'll be a fight between Cleveland and the twins. 
I think mm-hmm. the twins, you know, minus Correa um, now, but I think the twins will have something to say in the, in the mm-hmm. AL central as well. Um, and Corey Richmond actually reminded me, and I wanted to point this out. Yes. They hit uh, the Yankees hit 182, but they also hit nine home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three of them coming from not, not playoff <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton, mm-hmm. not coming from Aaron judge, but from Harrison friggin' Bader. <laughs> <laughs> like what he's been injured most of the time he's been on the Yankees got trade, you know, traded to the Yankees from the Cardinals got, um, uh, been injured most of the time comes in the playoffs, mm-hmm. hits three bombs. Why not? Sure. Um, you know, he, according to, um, WPA, which is, um, basically the statistic that measures, uh, measures clutch, I guess you mm-hmm. would say, um, how, how, how much their, offense has been worth um mm-hmm. in terms of wins you have um Harrison Bader in this series was the second most valuable offensive player for the Yankees only behind uh Anthony Rizzo um who again did very well four RBIs hit a bomb had a handful of hits uh did very well in this series um and Cleveland I mean I got to give props to Cleveland Cleveland mm-hmm. did really really well um playing uh playing small ball and they battled against the Yankees and they just, they just came up short. That's mm-hmm. pretty much all it had to do. You had uh Bieber coming on three days rest, but still did really well. Um, you had Tristan McKenzie who you were hoping would back up Shane Bieber. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite do that four runs in five innings. I think that was kind of your difference there. Cal Quantrill um, giving up six runs in 10 innings. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's tough. It's hard. Um, but again, they weren't even supposed to beat, they weren't even supposed to beat the Yankees and yeah. they gave them a series worth fighting for, uh, mm-hmm. ALDS game, ALDS, the second ALDS series, the, uh, Mariners and the Astros, my opinion, most entertaining series, even though it was a sweep. What do you think? Absolutely. I agree with you. You know, you got the, we are, we're going to use this word a lot. I know y'all, y'all guys don't want to y'all guys don't want to hear it. That's the Yankee fans, but that's the class of the, the AL pretty much. You know, yeah. you go to the ALCS six times in a row. You know, we all know they cheated, but you go there six times in a row, man, it's kind of like LeBron. You got to start respecting it. You go that many times, that's pretty tough to do. Yeah. Um, and Alice Bregman with a three-run shot. Thank you, Manuel. Um, but definitely they they know how to win. Personally, I wouldn't, my only reason, the only reason I wouldn't mind seeing the Astros actually win, sorry about that, is Dusty Baker. You know, the guy's been through the yeah. ringer. It'd be cool to see him have him win a ring. But back to this, they, the experience, experience factor, it really showed in that Mariners series. But the Mariners gave them a hell of a run, and that team is going to be fun for years to come. Julio Rodriguez, you know, Kyle Riley, I like him. Yep. You know, you got a, a whole bunch. Jared Killen, if he can get it together, even better. But they, they got a lot of talent, especially Luis Castillo heading that rotation. You got to love to see that. You know, he, he got the bag. He got his money. And he, he was worth it. Yeah. But it's there's nothing but upside with that team. Seattle's yeah. going to be a fun team. And it's, it's definitely nice. It's great for the league. Great I for agree. The league, especially. I agree. Mad, mad respect for, for Seattle. They mm-hmm. took it to the Astros. This was a game of just a couple moments. Mm-hmm. just a couple moments the mariners had um had the astros in the in game one 
And mm -hmm. Robbie Ray just leaving cookies over the plate. We've already <laughs> talked about that. Rob Robbie Ray, I don't know if you know baseball very well, Cy Young Award winner, but you can't throw fastballs over the middle of the plate. You can't do it. Um, I just, oh. But then game two, again, you got to walk Alvarez in that situation. Mm -hmm. You got one out. You only have one runner on. I would rather take Bregman in that mm -hmm. situation, have him ground out into a double play than Alvarez. And Alvarez mm -hmm. hitting that two home two run home run was the difference in that game. Mm -hmm. um, he he already burned you in game one. You can't have mm -hmm. him do it again in game two, mm -hmm. and that's exactly and what happened. He did it. <laughs> he did it again, and then game three. My opinion is just bad luck. Somebody uh, had to give, and it mm -hmm. was in fact the rookie standout, Jeremy Pena, okay, getting yeah. the ball <laughs> over the wall. I mean. What more can you ask for? Game three of playoffs. You ain't seen playoffs in 20 years. I saw a meme. I thought it was so funny. It said, it's so funny that Mariners fans have not seen playoff baseball for the Mariners in, in, in 20 years, but the Mariners have now decided that they're going to give it all back in one game. Um, <laughs> they're just going to play 20 years worth of baseball. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a fantastic game. And I, I said it last, I said it the last episode of the Total Bases podcast that I was on. If you mm -hmm. thought that game three was a snooze fest, stop watching baseball because mm -hmm. that was a well-pitched game. And even there was even some good offense. You had 17 hits in the game. Mm -hmm. It was a very, very well-played game. That was so entertaining. If you Absolutely. were not entertained by that, stop watching baseball, please. <laughs> Don't need you. Stop. Oh, it. yeah. Um, has, had you on the edge of the seat just going, yeah, yeah. Is this going to happen? Was, is this going to happen? Yeah. It was just a well played game. Luis Garcia went out there in game three and just took care of business, mm -hmm. throwing gas. And he went out there for what, four or five innings and just shut down the Mariners' offense. Julio Rodriguez with that fantastic catch out in center field. I did not think he was going to catch that ball. He saved the game at that point for the Mariners. That was a fantastic catch. Overall, such an entertaining game or such an entertaining series. I'm so excited for the Mariners. And I mm -hmm. honestly, I really hope they catch up to the Astros because as an Angels fan, I'm tired of getting the Astros. I don't care if the Angels beat the Astros or I don't care who does it. Just somebody please win the division other than the Astros. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're a good team. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't fault the Astros. They're just, they're, they're the class of the AL, if not the MLB at this point it's it's battle between the Astros and the Dodgers really when you're talking about regular season anyway um so going from the division series to the championship series you've mm -hmm. got the Yankees uh not the yeah the Yankees and the Astros oh this Another. one's tough this <laughs> one's tough I mean the Astros are up 1-0 I really think the Astros have this in the bag I think the Astros are a more complete team than the Yankees not only that I think it's going to come down to managers. And when it comes down to either Dusty Baker or, or Aaron Boone, I'm going to go with gotta, Dusty Baker Gotta go with Dusty every single time, every mm -hmm. single time I'm going to go with Dusty Baker. Um, what about you? What, what do you think of this series? I, I thought the Yankees would come in and kind of, you know, avenge themselves. You know, you have the whole stun 17 thing, you know, that, that never, that's never going to go away. So every time they're going to play them, the juice is going to be there. I still think they find a way to win this series, as we've seen teams come back from these leads. I just think they get hot. I could be wrong, but I think they can still do it. But the Astros, it's not going to be easy. No. You got to go down that line. Everybody in that lineup, besides, I want to say the catcher, Martin Maldonado, Maldonado. which he had a home. 
Yep, there you go. Um, yeah, besides him, it's a pretty tough lineup, man. Alvarez, potential MVP guy. Bregman, just Altuve still, you know, Altuve still Altuve. You know, he's getting older. He's still a pest. But it's just, they're going to give him trouble. You need Judge to have that. You got to, he got to have a signature game. He, he somebody got to step up. Rizzo, he's going to do his thing. Rizzo is complete. Bader, you know, he did his thing. It's going to come down to Judge. Donaldson has been trash. He has been Basuda. He's been Dookie, whatever you want to call it. That, that's Donaldson. That's yeah. who we're running the scoring position. I don't know where he's swinging that, but it, you can't do that. You got to be able to drive some runs in. They got some great young guys, you know, the Oswaldo Cabrera, mm-hmm. great glove. His bat has to come around. He had, you know, a big home run against Cleveland, I believe. That's real great, but you're in the ALCS now. You got to see the big hits now, and yep. I don't know. With that 3 nothing lead, can they come back? Absolutely. It's baseball. We've, we've seen it before. We've seen teams come back from, you know, 3-0 and win the series, 2004, you know, the whole drill. Yep. Um, but I, th- I still think Yankees in six, honestly. I think they can do it. Wow. Surprise. Yankees in six. Um, just an update no on game on game two um, is going on right now. Uh, the Astros are up against the Yankees three to zero off the strength of a three run home run from Alex Bregman. Thank you, Manny, for the updates in the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, so my opinion on this, I don't think it's close. I've got mm-hmm. Astros in five. Um, I think Good. the Astros are going to outclass. Uh, oh, it's three one now. I just looked at it. It's three one. Uh, oh, oh, my God. Uh, Astros, <laughs> I think it's, Ast- I think it's Astros in five. Um, I really, the Astros are just too complete of a team at this mm-hmm. point. And I think the Yankees are going to flop over. Sorry, Vince, mm-hmm. um, and Henry, but I think it's just, the Astros are just the class of the AL right now. And I really mm-hmm. don't see them faltering at this point. I think the Astros are going to the world series. I, in my opinion, it's going to be Astros Padres. And I think that'll be a really entertaining series, but I think the Astros are going to come back and win the 2022 world series. Um, let's get your world series prediction while you're here. Um, what do you, who do you think is going to the world series and who do you think's winning? I'm going to, I'm going to stick with it. See, no, no met hate here. I'm going to say the Yankees and the Phillies. Okay. And I'm going to go Yankees in seven. Yankees in seven. Wow. Okay. Because I, I can't stand the Phillies. The Met hate is still there with the Phillies. I just, God, it would be just like 2009 all over again. <laughs> uh, oh, God, man. It was just, and I don't, I don't hate the Yankees. I really don't. I, as you know me as a fan, I care less. Love baseball, but the Phillies and the Braves, those, that's my my hate, my hater meter, as I call it. Hate, <laughs> hate, I can't stand. Listen, when you got it, as you're dealing with that, what you're dealing with, with the Astros now, we had to deal with the Braves. 15 straight division titles, had to deal with Triple Jones, Andrew Jones, Brian Jordan, Javi Lopez, all those guys smacking us around every year. Yeah, we got, you know, from the Kenny Rogers walk in 98. Yeah, F you, Kenny Rogers, still can't stand you. I'll hate you forever. <laughs> to 99, you know, with the Tyler Pratt home run, we had our memories. 2000, we finally got there. Yankees kicked their ass in the World Series. So, yeah, it, it's... I met fans world. It's not fun, but we still hate the Braves and the Phillies. We can't stand you either. Screw you, Jimmy Rollins, Chase Utley. We don't like any of you ever. <laughs> Just as you say this, the Yankees score again. It's three, two. See? Um, they're, they're trying to speak your, speak your prediction into existence here. They're trying to get me wrong. Um, <laughs> even, even more than, uh, 
even more than, you know, even more reason why I shouldn't like the Yankees, but I always have a soft spot for them. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I think it's Astros and six over the Padres, um, but we'll see. So I like that two differing predictions. You've heard it here on the total basis express show uh, two very different predictions here for the, uh, the world series. And uh, I think that, I think that concludes this. This was really fun. Uh, I always enjoy having you on the show, man. Uh, I appreciate you having, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you want to you can go ahead and plug the step back and anything else you want to plug there. Uh, step back. We're in a little hiatus as my guy Leon, you know, figures things out a little bit, but we will be back. We got to cover the seasons. Too many things going on now. Knicks losing the first game. Nets losing the first game. You know, we got to get that smoke out. Um, and plus we miss coming on, but shout out to my guy Leon, you know, he, getting this stuff together. Salute to you. Love you, brother. We'll be back. And thank you for having me on. I love it, man. Yes. Great. Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, Before I got on here, I saw that uh, I saw a post that somebody posted a LinkedIn uh, LinkedIn account or a LinkedIn job listing for a three point shooter for the Lakers. Oh, I saw that. (laughs) I thought that was funny. Oh, man. (laughs) Um, all right. Yeah. Go ahead and, uh, listen to the step back podcast while they're on a hiatus. You can listen to this, uh, other ones on Spotify as you can listen to the, um, the total basis express show and the total basis podcast. You can listen to all of us uh, at the life group under the life group podcast Mm -hmm. on Spotify, on Stitcher, on all YouTube, on all, all of the platforms We're everywhere. Um, So Mm -hmm. go ahead and take a listen to us. You can also join all the life groups, join basketball, life, join baseball, life, join pop culture, life. We got a pop culture, life. we even got a friggin' pet life, everybody like we've got, (laughs) We've got the, if you have a passion for something, we probably got a life group for it. So, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead and check us out. Um, if you haven't already, if you haven't already, what rock have you been living under? Cause we're here forever. <laughs> um, so anyway, for my friend, Jacob, I am Austin Spiro. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next week, have a good one, everybody.